Old Radio. Old Radio. Old Radio. Old Radio. Old Radio. Comedy Podcast. Welcome to Episode 9 of Season 3 of the Old Radio Comedy Podcast. Ann Southern got started in show business in the 1920s, doing small parts in film before working on Broadway and eventually getting starring roles. In 1939, she was cast as Maisie Revere in a series of films by MGM Studios, which launched her to stardom. The radio show, based on the character The Adventures of Maisie, followed, running from 1945 to 1947 on CBS Radio, and then on the Mutual Radio Network in 1952. Maisie is an underemployed entertainer who travels from town to town, getting into interesting situations, and usually helping the people that she meets in her travels. Now sit back and enjoy the May 4th, 1950 broadcast of The Adventures of Maisie. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Hiya, babe. Say, how about a little... Does that answer your question, buddy? The Adventures of Maisie. You all remember Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer's famous Maisie pictures. In just a moment, you'll hear a Maisie adventure in radio, featuring for this performance that glamorous star of the screen, Audrey Totter. But first, your announcer. Adventures of Maisie, with Audrey Totter as... Hazel. Hazel Laverne. Uh, Laverne ain't my real name, but in show business, who's this? How I got to know Maisie and love her for the swell-type person she is is when we were in a burlesque chorus together. I was a punk kid in them days who didn't know my left foot from my right foot, which, thank goodness, in a burlesque chorus ain't no drawback. Gee, Maisie sure was swell to me in those days. Treated me just like a kid's sister and stuff like that there. That's why when I got a call from Maisie's landlady, Mrs. Kennedy, that the poor kid was in some kind of trouble, that I rushed over to her boarding house from the burlesque theater I was working in without bothering to change. Out of my costume. Hey, yeah, miss. That'll be 80 cents you owe me. I'll have to, driver. Have to what? Owe it to you. I don't have any money on me. 
you don't seem to have much of anything on you, baby. <laughs> Pull you back your eyes, chum, to push the lenses out of your glasses. Uh-huh. I didn't have time to get in the street clothes. My friend Maisie needed me. Maisie? Well, not Maisie's revered. Here, Noah. <laughs> Everybody knows the Florence Nightingale of Myrtle Avenue. Oh, what a girl. When I was sick and couldn't work, she'd drive this here cab for me. Oh, I wondered what had happened to your fenders. Yeah. But about the money driver. Uh, forget it. Any fender, Maisie, is a friend of mine. In case you need help, be it either physical or of a pecuniary nature, you can just call on Ladislaus Kramolowski. Oh, well, I'll remember. Mm-hmm. I, I got to get to Maisie and see what this is all about. So long, Mr. Uh, <laughs> so long. Yeah, bye, lady. Oh, uh, say, you forget these. Oh, my fans. Yeah. Good thing I use the big ones for today's show. Yes, who did you... Oh. I'm Hazel Laverne. Oh, uh, for a minute I thought I was seeing a blonde ostrich. Well, it's my costume, Mrs. Kennedy. When I got your call, I was in the middle of my number and I just dropped everything. Oh, it's a good thing you remembered to hold on to those fans. <laughs> Come on in, Hazel. If any of those drunks from the corner saloon came by and saw you, Alcoholics Anonymous would get some new members. What's with Maisie, Mrs. Kennedy? She's been in an accident, huh? Maybe, heaven forbid. No, Hazel. She just has laryngitis. Laryngitis? Gosh, that sounds like something very expensive. Yes, if I hadn't called a doctor, it would have just been a cold. But for five bucks, the doctor has to call it something classy. Maisie will be all right in a week, honey. Now, don't you worry. Oh, then she's in no trouble. Only a blues in her job if she don't show up today. And that's why I sent for you, Hazel. Sure, sure. You want me to go to her boss and explain? No, no. You see, her boss is a man. Oh, well, that makes it easy. <laughs> I can be awful convincing with a man. Uh, so I hear. But um, he's an inventor. Invented a house of the future. You know, one of those uh, modern affairs where everything is hidden? Oh, sure. I think. Well, Maisie was hired as a demonstrator. And if she don't show up, she'll lose the job. Maisie, I... she don't know I sent for you, Hazel. But... I thought, well, maybe you could take over as demonstrator of that house of the future until she gets her voice back. Well... All at a girl, Hazel. Now, the sample house ain't far from here. It's out Long Island somewhere, and I can get Merton to bring you to the place. Merton? What's that? A C&I dog? Oh, no. One of my boarders. He's got a car of a sort, and Merton would give his right arm for Macy. Well... What do you say, Hazel? Just call me Lefty, Mrs. K. Just call me Lefty. I'm just dying to see this house, the future, Merton. It must be a dream. Yeah. Maisie tells me it's got everything, Hazel. I'm just wondering, do you think this Professor Tucker will let me take over for Maisie? He sure will, Hazel. You've got everything, too. Never mind, Mert. Keep your eyes on the curves in the road, not mine. I'm just a little too old for you, Sonny. I know. But you like to listen to the whistle of the train, even if you know you ain't going anyplace. Hmm. Hey, tell me more about the professor's house, Mert. It was just put up temporarily for display purposes, I understand. Yeah, and it's out of this world. Mm, I hope it ain't too far out. I gotta get back to Brooklyn nights. I mean, it's got all kinds of buttons that you push when you want stuff. You press a button and all the furniture disappears. Mm. I knew a finance company who did that without a button. It also has a machine that washes and dries dishes, a machine that washes and irons the laundry, and a gadget that cooks and serves all your meals. Gee, if a man had all that, what would he want with a wife? Are you kidding? 
Uh, Mert, don't look now, but either your jalopy needs gas or it wants to be burped. Yeah, it needs gas, all right. Gosh, I can't understand it. I put in a gallon just last week. Oh, there's Al's gas station just ahead. I always get my gas from Al. He's different than the other gas stations. Different? Yeah. Al, trust me. Oh. Uh, Mert, you better get some breaks for this jalopy or an anchor. Oh, hello, folks. Oh, hello, Mert. What's cooking? The radiator. We need some water. Oh, uh, Al, this is Hazel Laverne. Uh, fill her up. Sure, sure. Mm, not me. The tank. Uh, oh, sure, sure. My mind's not on what I'm doing lately. Still got that gal on your mind, Al? The one you met when you went on your vacation? Uh-huh. Oh, gosh, she's beautiful. I ever show you her picture, Mert? A million times. Look, Al, we're in too much of a hurry for family albums. I don't want to be late for that job of Maisie's. Oh, I'm sorry, Miss Laverne. Gosh, Hazel. Al sure got it bad. Since he met that Edna, he can't even think straight. Must be terrible to be in love and not be able to marry the girl. Well, why won't this Edna marry him? I'm sure that underneath all that grease, Al has a face. Oh, but Miss Hazel, that isn't what's standing in my way. You see, Edna went to finishing schools. Vassar. And never did a day's work in her life. So what? Nobody's perfect. Well, I lied to Edna and her mother when I was up there this summer. Pretended I was rich with a big mansion here on Long Island. Yeah, and he really lives in a room at the racetrack over the stables. Well, Al, your home may not be impressive, but it has a certain air about it. Oh, you said it. You said it. Now, Edna and her mother are coming east. They're arriving today. Yeah, and then they'll find out you really belong to the horsey set. Yeah. Uh, don't look now, Al, but the tank's overflowing. Oh, that's nice. Here, I'll wipe your windshield. I ain't got any windshield. Oh, pretty dirty, ain't it? Al, Hey, you're wiping off Merton's glasses. of the future. Mm, what kind of architecture is that anyway? Looks like early American screwball. <laughs> Professor Tucker dreamed it up all by himself. No doors, no windows. Everything works with buttons. Mm, that prop should have saved some for himself. I don't think he has all his buttons. You ain't kidding. Oh, uh, I think this is the doorbell. Good, good afternoon, folks. Do come in, won't you? Better open the door, Professor. That peephole is a little too narrow for both of us. Oh, yes. <laughs> the door. <laughs> now, uh, what button do I press to open that again? Oh, yes. This must be it. Oh, sorry. Wrong button. <laughs> Here, this must be it. Yeah. See, Hazel, it works. After a while. Come on in. Hmm, it's your great little gadget there. I hate to think of all the empty years I struggled along with a silly old doorknob. Well, come, 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 enter. I'm Professor Tucker. Uh, Professor, this is Hazel Laverne. Maisie can't come today. Maisie? Yeah, laryngitis. Maisie laryngitis? Do I know a Maisie laryngitis? No, no, Maisie Revere. The girl you hired as demonstrator. She has a cold. A cold what? Oh, brother. Oh, too bad. How did her brother catch this cold? No, Professor. Maisie's in bed. Yeah, and I'd like to take her place. In bed? No, as demonstrator. You need one, don't you? Oh, oh, a very good idea. Yes. <laughs> I really should hire someone to show my house off. I'm very busy, you know. Always in the move. First I'm off in one direction, then I'm off in another. <laughs> yeah, Professor, you sure must be off. Exactly, yes. 
Now, uh, let me show you around, uh, Miss... Uh, uh, miss. And I shall demonstrate how everything functions. Now, let's see. Where, oh, where are my glasses? They're on your forehead. My forehead? Just put your hand on your nose and travel north. You can't miss it. Oh, never mind, never mind. I have another pair at home. Now, everything in this house is controlled by secret springs hidden on the inside wall. Right hi um, somewhere. Just press the hidden spring and the door disappears. You must lose more doors that way. Oh, that's a Jim Dandy one. <laughs> Jim Dandy. Now, let me see. Where did I put the button that closes the outside door? Search me. Oh, that's silly. It couldn't possibly be on you. Well, no matter. It's bound to pop up somewhere sooner or later. Gosh, this sure is an amazing joint, Hazel. There's not a stick of furniture anywhere. Yeah, nothing but blank walls. Hey, maybe this is the garage. Oh, oh, oh hardly, Miss... Uh, uh, this is the... Uh, the uh, uh, now, don't tell me. Don't. This is um, the living room, I think. Mm, it's nice and cozy for people who just hate to sit down. I know. I just know you're wondering where the furniture is. <laughs> you're probably wondering yourself. Oh, hardly, my dear. <laughs> The furniture is all inside the walls. Gee, that's great, especially if you're a termite. Now, uh, I will demonstrate, Miss, um, Miss, so that uh, you can show potential buyers when they come around, you see. Now, I'll just press this button on the wall, and out will come a chair. This I gotta see. Yes, me too. There. <laughs> well, I guess I was wrong. This is the bathroom. Yeah, I guess that by the bathtub. I never saw a bathtub like that. It has no faucets on it. Very discerning of you young men. Very. <laughs> you see, there's a reason for not having any faucets. That's for people who don't like to take baths. No, no. The reason I left off the faucets was so people wouldn't hurt themselves if they happened to slip while taking a bath. Say, that's great. Uh, but, Professor, if it has no faucets, how do you get water into the tub? Hmm. A very good question. A very good one indeed. Now, if you'd like to see the rest of the house... No, thanks, uh, and I'm very grateful for showing me where everything is. Oh, not at all. Not at all. Well, I must be running along. Thanks for showing me around, miss. It's been very interesting. Very. Something like the sort of house I've been working on. Goodbye, and do let me come again, won't you? Well, there goes the professor, Hazel. I guess working on the plans for this house all his life sort of got him. I think he's off his trolley. He ain't even near the track. Oh, gosh, Bert, I'm exhausted. Maybe we could find which one of the buttons that brings the furniture out. Yeah, well, I'll try, Hazel. Uh, eeny, meeny, miny, moe. My mother told me to press this one. Hey, that did it, Hazel. Here's the furniture. Yeah, your mother knows more about this place than the professor. Oh, hiya, Hazel, Mert. Al, what are you doing here? Not interested in buying a house, are you, Al? This joint has everything. If you can find it. Oh, I couldn't afford a snazzy place like this. I, I just dropped in again on my way to pick up Edna and her mother at the station. Oh, have you been here before, Al? Every chance I get. I keep dreaming that someday I'll be able to own a place like this. For me and for my Edna. Yeah, you could come home from work, whistle for the dog, and the icebox would come out. Oh, Hazel, you can laugh all you want. But if I had a place like this to show Edna's mother, she'd really think I was rich. Uh, too bad it ain't possible, Al. And, uh, well, you'd only need it for a couple of hours, wouldn't he, Hazel? Now, wait a minute. I'm trying to hold this job for Maisie, not lose it. Sure. Why sacrifice a job that could last for days just so a poor gas station jerk could be made happy for the rest of his life? 
Okay, Al. Okay, you win. You'll do it? Hazel, what happened? I thought you had a strong will. I have. But I also have a weak won't. Ah, oh, gosh. No. No, it, it's it's no use. But you're gonna, Al. Gee, Maisie will never forgive me if you don't. Yeah, but 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 you 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 don't understand. You wouldn't want Edna to marry somebody else. And have your kids have a stranger for a father? Oh, but it's no good, I tell you. I got the house, but no ritzy family, like I told Edna her mother I had. Oh, yes, you have, Albert Old Bean. Really, you have. Don't you recognize your own lousy with culture, sister? Hazel. H- Hazel, you mean you'd play it? But could you take off for a society room? Why not, old thing? Taking off is one thing I've had lots of experience at. The Adventures of Maisie, featuring for this performance the glamorous Audrey Potter, will continue in just a moment. I guess I look like real honest-to-goodness society now, hmm? Not a bad-looking hostess gown I whipped up from odds and ends. Uh, yeah, it sure is odd where it ends. Mm, don't you worry about me, Sonny. Just make sure you don't make any folks passes. Remember, you're supposed to be a very ultra butler. Yeah. Too bad I couldn't sew, too. Fine-looking butler I'm gonna make. Slacks and a plaid sports jacket. Oh, well, I'll just tell I guess that you used to be a butler in Hollywood, eh? Hmm. That must be Al, the guest now. Jeeves, answer the door. Wee uh, wee, oui, oui, senorita, at once. Uh, hey, it, it's closed. Al must have done it when he left. Well, open it. You know how. Yeah, but I don't know what. I forgot which button to push. Well, come on, push something. Here, here, here. this looks like it might be the one. Oh, what do you know, Jeeves? Uh, what, madame? We got a piano, too. Do you play, Jeeves? Uh, no, madame. Well... We won't be needing that tonight. Uh, may I have the next one, madame? Do, Jeeves, by all means. Your guess is as good as mine. Let's see what happens with this one. Would madame care for her bath now? Oh, that tub again. Hold your horses. I mean, uh, do have patience out there. We're playing a game of button, button. Oh, that did it. Hello, sis. Gosh, I thought you'd never open the door. No, you and me both, dear, dear brother. This is your Edna, isn't it, Al? Oh, no. I'm her mother. <laughs> but we're often taken for sisters, you know. Oh, then you won't mind being taken again. Uh, for sisters, I mean. Uh, Hazel, Hazel, this, this is Edna. Ah, how do you do, Hazel? You don't mind me calling you Hazel, do you? Uh, not at all, my dear. I'm used to being called all sorts of things. Of course, Hazel is my favorite. Uh, well, Edna, Mrs. Page, how do you like my, I mean, our, uh, I mean, this place? Oh, it's beautiful. And so, uh, it's so different. Yeah, it's the latest thing. Hazel, where do you find such furniture? Oh, we just keep at it, and sooner or later, something turns up. 
But you dear, dear folks must make yourselves comfortable. Well, we can't stay long. Oh, that's nice. No. Uh, Hazel means it's nice of you to spend the time between trains with us. Yes, I mean quite. <laughs> Jeeves? Jeeves? Uh, yes, madame. You called, madame? Yes. Uh, take the ladies' wraps and hang them in the closet. In the uh, closet? Certainly you know where the closet is, Jeeves. Uh, not by heart, madame, but I'll have a go at it. Uh, wish me luck, madame. Mm, very new, isn't it? Oh, yes, but quite capable. Work for some of our finest families. Does he always wear slacks, a sport coat, and a sweatshirt? Oh, no. Yeah, just when we're having company. Most of the time he just slops around. <laughs> um, I'm sure you two young people would like to be alone and uh, chat. Why don't you show your fiancé the rest of the, the, the house? Oh, sure, sir, sure. Uh, it, uh... Where do we start? Uh, just press any button and see what happens. Oh, yeah, sure. Well, you must see the library, uh, and come this way, I think. i see you later, Mother. Hazel. Charming couple, don't you think, Mrs. Page? She's so pretty, and he's so filthy rich. Yes, yes, a wonderful match. Um, Hazel, I don't want to rush you, but we are here only between trains, oh, and we... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What you want to put on the feedback. Uh, I mean, have some chow. Uh, I'll get Jeeves started on serving directly. Jeeves? Uh, Jeeves? Uh, yes, madame? Come out. Come out, wherever you are. I'm here in the closet. Well, how about dinner? That's a great idea. I'm starving. Nah, I mean for the guests. Come on out and serve. I can't. I don't know how to get out. Well, well, where's the closet? I ain't sure. Press one of them buttons. Oh, fine. Here we go again. Let's see, I must be at the house of the future, Joe. Uh, Park the truck here. Let's go to work. Say, uh, the, this here sure is a funny-looking house. Uh, what are we supposed to do again, huh? I told you five times, you meathead. What? We're supposed to remove off the bathroom in the library. Yeah. And stick them on that other house of the future. The professor's putting on display in the next town. But the professor says the door at midnight. It's only 7.30. So what? There ain't anybody in this joint, and the sooner we get finished, the more time we'll have to get drunk. Yeah. Jay, you sure think of everything. Well, Mrs. Page, Jeeves finally found his way out of the closet, clumsy lad that he is, and dinner will be ready pronto. Oh, fine, fine. I'm so hungry, I could eat a horse. Oh, I wish I'd known. I prepared a turkey. Jeeves is in the kitchen carving it now. Hmm. I'm afraid it's a rather tough bird. Why, it sounds like... There goes the wing now, I think... Uh, pardon me, Mrs. Page. I must see what's keeping G. Oh, I'm glad you came in, Hazel. Guess what? What? The bathroom's gone. Merton, have you been drinking the furniture polish? Nope. The bathroom ain't here. It's disappeared. Well, maybe you pushed the wrong button and it wound up in the library. Hey, let's get a hold of Al out there. He's a mechanic. Maybe he can find it or something. Uh, here's the button for the library door, Hazel. Hey, Hazel, what's a tree doing going in the library? That ain't the library. It's the backyard. Somebody swiped the library, too. 
Hey, come on. I got to call the cops. Gosh, I heard of them breaking into houses, but I never heard of them breaking them off. Hello, Sergeant. I'd like to report a couple of stolen articles. Yeah? What? Give me a description. Well, well, one of the stolen articles is a library. Yeah, and when did you notice it? When did... A library? Yeah, and one of our bathrooms is missing. What? Somebody going around with a hot bathroom? Are you kidding me? No, and there are two people in it. In the bathroom? No, in the library. But at least they got something to read. I'll check on it. You better be prepared to take a sobriety test. <laughs> understand it, Hazel. Why don't Edna and Albert come out of that library and join us? Oh, they're, they're young, Mrs. Page. They probably really like it in there. They're sort of attached to that library. Yeah, where it goes, they go. But they haven't eaten, and we must catch a train. First, we got to catch the library. <sighs> There's something strange going on here. I'm going into that library and speak to those children. No, 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 no don't. You can't. You, you don't know where it is. Does anybody? Oh, come now. I can certainly find my way to the library. Not without a road map, you can't. Hmm, that's the front door. Maybe. No, yeah, I'll get it. Hey, uh, I mean, madame. This is a house that reported a robbery. <gasps> a robbery? Oh, my goodness. Why, what was stolen? A couple of rooms and some people. Oh. My Edna, she was kidnapped with Albert. Oh, we found the oh. library, madam. And the girl, she's out there with Al Johnson, the gas station attendant. Oh, gas station attendant? But I thought he was rich and... Why, he's a phony. Mother, don't you dare talk that way about my husband. Husband? Oh, my goodness, my daughter married to a petrol merchant. Oh, but I'll make her happy, oh. Mrs. Page. And I oh. want to thank you for all you've done, Miss Laverne. Oh, I... I've never been so humiliated in all my life. Uh, uh... Oh, our mother, she's fainted. Oh, quick, Mert, get a glass of water. Yeah, but what button do I push? Who knows? Try anyone. Okay. Uh, let's see what happens with this one. Well, I'll be. Uh, the furniture went right back into the wall. Yeah, and your mother was in one of the chairs. Hey, quick, you two. Get get started for Niagara Falls or Mama ain't in no position to stop you. Yeah, I'll give you a motorcycle escort to the station. Oh, that's very kind of you, officer. Uh, the pleasure's all mine, miss. It ain't often I get a chance to use my siren. Come on, get going now, kids. I'm sure Mama will relent after she comes through and maybe even buy you this house for a wedding present. Yeah, and you and Edna can live in it happily ever after. Uh, Hazel, we can't get out. The door, it's stuck. Stuck? Oh, fine. Now I guess we'll all have to live here happily ever after. In just a moment, we shall return to the adventures of Maisie. Once again, here's Hazel Laverne. Hello, Maisie. Hazel. 
No, no, no. Don't talk, honey. You want to save your voice to scream later when I tell you what happened. About your job? Well, the job is still there, but the house is gone. It, you see, Major, it seems I played Cupid, and when the girl's mother came to, she was so mad she could have hit the ceiling. <laughs> Only that had been removed, too. Uh, maybe I stuck my neck out, Maisie. I mean yours, but you see, these two kids were in love, and, and I know you would have done what I did, wouldn't you? Yeah, I thought so. Are you feeling better already, huh? What? Right now you're looking out the window? Oh, say, Maisie, do me a favor, will you? If you see a bathroom go by, send it back home. Yeah. Bye, honey. Get better real fast. You have just heard The Adventures of Maisie, featuring our guest star, Audrey Totter. Maisie was written by Arthur Phillips. Original music was composed and conducted by Harry Zimmerman. Supporting cast included Peter Leeds, Isabel Randolph, Barney Phillips, Harry Bartell, B. Benaderet, Sammy Hill, Ed Max, Tommy Bernard, and Will Wright. Jack McCoy speaks. Be sure to tune in next time, my friends, for another classic comedy radio show. I'm Greg Fordyce. Thanks for listening. Thanks for 